And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. Gentlemen, it is Wednesday, 297 episodes for this particular program. Hello, everyone. We are live from the bunker. My name is Jason Hunt. I am the editor-in-chief here at Sci-Fi for Maine, where we just posted over on the .com the list of nominees for the British Fantasy Awards. Trying to stay on top of that stuff. And the live chat's open. The comments are active. If you want to share your thoughts, ask questions, comment on the various different things that we talk about here. Uh, If you are listening to us in a podcast form, we're glad you're here as well. This show and the H2O podcast are available on a number of podcast player platforms. And it's... I will admit, uh, seeing things what's been going on lately um i was i was debating whether or not to do a show today one of the reasons for that is that just i i'm not sure i'm not sure that we're doing things right here And it's it's kind of been one of those things that's been simmering and brewing in the back of my brain. Uh, I, and we get the occasional comment. I love what you're doing. You're doing great. I really like what you're what you're making. You know the the shows that you do, and that's very gratifying. But I'm also looking at uh, analytics numbers, and. Not a whole lot of people are watching. Not a whole lot of people are listening. This is a this is a common thing. This is something we've talked about before. I actually put some math to it. And over on the YouTube side, we're getting about 1.5% of our subscribers are watching our shows. Well... Let me let me put it a, a little bit differently. 1.5% of our overall audience, whether they're subscribers or not, but uh, 1.5% of the subscriber count uh, is watching our show. So we do have a dedicated audience. We have people that show up on the regular, people who are here all the time, and we do appreciate all of you being here. But having said that... Where is everybody else? And the the question then becomes, are we doing it wrong? Have we failed to 
deliver in some way. And the the question then becomes, okay, well, what, what constitutes failure? And what can we learn from failure? And, it, and it's not just us. This is, this is a, broader, a broader concern for me because I look at what's going on in the real world. I look at what's going on in the entertainment industry, in the comics industry. We were talking about the Substack thing yesterday. And the question, especially for the comics industry, at what point do you acknowledge that what you're doing is not succeeding? At what point do you recognize that you have failed to deliver? You've failed to meet a goal. You failed to achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve. When we came back in January of 2019, one of the things that I had put into place was a, 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 a plan of adjusting and evaluating what we did. It's called the abort or pivot points. And these are those moments where you sit there and say, okay, is this working? If it is, great. If it's not, what do we do different? And I keep circling back to that. And Mindy and I have had conversations here recently. And I know part of this is driven by the mood of the day. And my mood can sometimes ambush me on on some days. But the feeling of the feeling of failure a very real thing whether whether you've actually failed or not uh, the feeling of failure is a real thing and it sometimes can affect your perspective on what it is that you're trying to do now for some people it's just the opposite some people will not acknowledge that they have failed some people will refuse to recognize that whatever it is that they've done or whatever it is they're doing doesn't work. Hollywood is rife with examples of that. So is Washington, D.C. And I've said for a number of years that Hollywood always learns the wrong lessons when things don't go the way they want them to go. So, I look at everything that we're doing, and you know, I can't control what anybody else does. I can't control anyone else's success or failure. I can't control plans and schemes and methodologies and anything like that. I can just look at what we're doing here and evaluate and say, okay, is this working? Is it not working? And the positive feedback is great. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I enjoy getting that feedback from people. It's very gratifying to know that we're delivering something that people appreciate. And, and we'll continue to, to do our best to do that. But what does that look like? When you have a, a channel like ours that has a subscriber count of 1,908. Continues to grow. 
That's good. The return on investment needs to be a little higher. So now the question becomes, what do we change? What do we adjust? What do we alter? If anything, I mean, it could very well be that we're doing everything right. It's just nobody knows where we are yet. Nobody knows who we are. Nobody's heard of us. That could be a possibility, too. It could very well be. I don't know that this is the case, but it could very well be that our our overnight success is just around the corner. But I've been doing this since 2009. That's a very long time. And not much to show for it. And I and this is not a pity party. This is not woe is me. This is not a uh, a reach for people to to come back and say, oh no 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 no, you're fine. You're doing you're doing great. You're doing great. I'm not I'm not looking for that. I'm not fishing for encouragement or anything like that. I'm I'm just making an observation that some things we have been doing have not performed up to expectations. That happens. And with television networks all the time, they have shows that don't perform up to spec, and so adjustments have to be made. This show in particular, uh, we're coming up on 300 episodes. And when we started it in 2014, it was very much like this. It was, it was me in the bunker... And I talked for an hour, ranted about various different things. And it evolved into the interview program. And I think the interviews work better than my rants. I really do. I, I, I have felt for a long time that this show needs to be a conversation with other people. Because there are times, I will admit, that there's there's stuff going on, and either it's not in our wheelhouse in terms of sci-fi fantasy horror. Um, I mean, like, you know, Andrew Cuomo resigning as governor of New York. That's not anything that we would discuss on any of our programs. Some days there are not that many things that we would discuss in our programs that are happening out there in real life. The Substack thing is a is a good example of that. That happened, and it's in the New York Times, and it's out there for people to see. But a lot of the things that we discuss are very esoteric. And you don't have something happening every single day unless you go to social media and... and track down the drama of the day, the drama of the hour, the drama of the week, and I just don't want to dive into that because it's not productive, because you're not going to change anybody's minds. People have already decided what they're going to do or not do, and 
no amount of information or persuasion is going to make a difference. So what do we do? Right now, what I'm thinking, after 300, this show will probably take a break for about two weeks. And it's not, it's not really so much the break, you know, needing a break, uh, so much as it is more getting more organized, as it were, uh, because one of the things that I have felt lacking in this program, and this is on me, uh, we don't, I don't keep track very well of things um, guests that we've talked to, books that we're supposed to review, all of these different things. So there's a lot of there's a lot of of paperwork and tracking information and things in in the follow up process that I need to organize a little bit better. And I think if I take a couple of weeks off from broadcasting, I can concentrate on. Organizing the spreadsheets and planning the marketing a little bit better and reaching out to publicity reps and start booking guests because that's that's what I think this show needs to be. So over the next couple of days, you know, this is 297. We'll do 298, 299, and 300. And then we'll take a couple of weeks and then we'll come back with guests and a little bit, a uh, little bit of a rev- revived energy level, I guess, and we'll see what happens. Pop Culture Avenger in the chat. Good afternoon. Good to see you with us. Uh, I don't think I've seen you in here for a while. There are a few names that I have not seen in a while in terms of uh, in terms of regulars in our chat. But that's okay. Life happens. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do that. We're gonna go. Uh, we'll go through three hundred. And I have no idea what two ninety eight, two ninety nine are gonna look like either. I don't know what three hundred is gonna look like. But we've we've got some stuff planned. We have already had some discussions with people to 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 come back on the show and be guests in September and October. So we're not going away. I just need to get a little bit better organized behind the scenes, under the hood, as it were. And, you know, maybe do a little bit of adjustment on format. I don't know. I think I think we're, we're, we're pretty solid on that front. But other people need to know about us. More people need to know about the channel. So I may also take the, that couple of weeks and try to get on other channels to tell people that we exist. We're here. We're here. We'll see what happens. Uh, in the meantime, we'll we'll continue with our other shows. I know we've got uh, you know we've got plenty. We've got several of them, and like I said, this one's not going away. We're just going to take a break for a little bit for me to get some some stuff rearranged here internally. But as far as learning from failure, learning from your mistakes. I don't know that 
people in general, and I don't know if this is a generational thing or if it's a mindset, uh, a certain type of personality, but it seems to me that there's a certain resistance to learning from failure from some quarters of the population. And I'm not sure what drives that. A, a refusal to recognize when you've gotten it wrong. Or you, you learn the wrong thing from the mistakes that you've made. And there are other people out there who are not willing to learn from other people's mistakes. Oh, no, no, you can't tell me what to do. I have to learn this. I have to make my own mistakes. I have to learn this the hard way. I have to learn this myself. Why would you do that? Why would you put yourself through that? Critical Blast. Hello, RJ. He says, people can learn from failure. Some have to fail harder or more often. And, and that's a very good point. And it also raises the question... At what point have you failed often enough at the same thing you're trying for you to decide that maybe it's not your thing? I mean, in another timeline, I'm a history teacher. I never got into media, Earth 2 or Earth 38 or wherever. Here, I've been in media in 33 years. And not much to show for it. I've got a few awards on the wall. But as far as... I don't have any of that. I don't need it. I would like to have what resources are necessary to take care of my family. And and we do we do okay here, so that's that's not a big thing. So at what point do you decide? Okay, maybe this is not the thing for me. It's a little too it's a little too late for me to change horses, you know, mid race. I, you know, thirty three years. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of stuck. But in a good way, I enjoy what I do. Don't get me wrong there, and I like interacting with people here in the chat and 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 reading all of your comments. Yes, Pop Culture Avenger, people are too entitled today. And I, I think that's by design. I think if you go back, <clears throat> I think you will find, and this is just my opinion, uh, but I think social media has probably destroyed or damaged or done irreparable harm to at least one, probably two generations in terms of mental and emotional health. I think that this idea of working for what you earn, working for what you have, appreciating what you have, delayed gratification, all of those concepts have flown out the window with the advent of social media. I think 
we put way too much stock in what Twitter thinks. I think we put way too much emphasis on Facebook. And it goes back prior to social media, the whole feel good, you know, like, like you say, everybody gets a trophy, everybody feels good, you know, two plus two is five if that makes you feel better. And that's expanded into a lot of other things in terms of, well, if you say that's how you feel, that's how you feel. And we'll, we'll just affirm what you say and pretend you're right rather than point out when you're not right. And a lack of willingness to have a dialogue about any topic also hurts society. And this failure to communicate is going to take us down a a path from which (coughs) I am very much afraid the Republic will not recover. (coughs) Excuse me. had a catch in my throat I think everything has been affected and I think our stories especially especially our fantasy science fiction stories because that's the that's where people can get broad in their examination of humanity science fiction has always been the the piece of the puzzle the stories that get told that help us examine ourselves fantasy fairy tales myth folklore all of those things go towards helping us understand us and when you don't allow people to tell certain stories because their their politics are different from yours, you fail society. And the longer we go down that road with cancel culture and social media and no accountability to anybody who's done anything wrong, especially when there's evidence that somebody has done something wrong and there are no consequences, society is on a path to ruin. We have to be willing to learn from our failures. We have to acknowledge our failures. We have to uh, be willing to sit there and say, somebody did something wrong and there needs to be a consequence and cancel culture is not consequence culture we need to be using a lot more critical thinking as opposed to critical theory we need to acknowledge that we're not always going to agree on things and be willing to have discussion and debate about those things rather than shut people down with a bunch of insults and a bunch of emotional cry-bullying on, on, online. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a little all over the place today. It's, it's, a, it's a Wednesday thing. So 
Anyway. So there's where we're at. After 300, we'll take two. We'll take a couple of weeks off on this one. Try to get a little reorganized logistically, and then we will be back uh, firing on all thrusters. And in the meantime, uh, there's plenty of other shows here that we'll keep in production and we'll keep going. And I don't know what the dogs are barking at, but uh, we'll check that out. Uh, if you have not subscribed to the channel yet, we do invite you to do so. And I do ask if you want to find us over on Odyssey, uh, that you find us over there as well. And in the meantime, feel free to share the links to, uh, whatever programs you enjoy. Maybe somebody else will enjoy them. Uh, it's always nice to share. Your mother probably taught you to share. So that's going to do it here today. Uh, we'll take off and uh, be back tomorrow with more Live from the Bunker. Remember, folks, if you don't stand up for something, you will fall for anything. And there are four lights. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi for Me Radio. Copyright 2021 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media.